business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show that brings you the innovators and trendsetters, taking us to a new age of marketing, media, and social business strategy. Welcome to Market Edge with Glenn Engler. Get ready to hear perspectives on social media and digital marketing that will help you gain insight into the unique opportunities and challenges facing marketers and thought leaders today. Now, now please welcome your host, a Fortune 500 industry figure in the marketing and communications world for more than 25 years and chief executive officer of Digital Influence Group, the host of Market Edge, Glenn Engler. Hi, and welcome to Market Edge. I'm your host, Glenn Engler, CEO of Digital Influence Group, a full-service digital marketing agency that helps companies unlock the social potential of their brands and amplify its impact to drive business results. Today, I'll be talking about innovation in New England with Debbie Kleiman, the president of MyTex, the Massachusetts Innovation and Technology Exchange. MyTex is the nation's largest nonprofit trade association for the digital marketing, media, and technology industry, and, by the way, was co-founded by Digital Influence Group and RacePoint Group chairman, Larry Weber. Yes, that's my boss. Debbie also serves as the director of BEMA, a MyTex organization, where she runs BEMA's day-to-day operations. Previously, she was vice president of product marketing and sales operations at Communispace Corporation, a leading provider of online customer communities, where she led new market initiatives to grow the company's product offering and services portfolio. During her five years at Communispace, the company more than quadrupled in growth and scope. A classically trained brand marketer, Debbie spent close to 15 years as a B2C marketer in the consumer packaged goods arena, leading new product development and marketing initiatives at the Coca-Cola Company, Gillette, and Welch's. Debbie received an MBA in general management and marketing from Harvard Business School and a BS in organizational behavior from Cornell University. You can follow Debbie, and I highly recommend it, on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash drkleiman. It's great to have you on Market Edge, Debbie. Welcome. Thanks, Glenn. I'm really happy to be here. So start, if you will, and talk a little bit, for those that do not know, uh, talk about MyTex and its mission, what you guys are doing. Sure. Absolutely. Well, MyTex, interestingly enough, is an organization that's been around for about 16 years now, but we are more relevant and meaningful uh, than ever today because we really sit at that intersection of marketing and technology where the technology, the digital technology, innovation community is impacting and transforming the entire discipline of marketing and, and actually disrupting the way that we have traditionally marketed to our customers. So MyTex is, is an organization that brings the players together in that ecosystem. Um, we really believe that inspiration drives innovation. And so here at MyTex, we try to um, create events and happenings and educational opportunities and ways to discover new ideas and challenges um, in a way that will inspire people to just do more, make their companies better, build better products, create better marketing. And you've got as members, uh, brands, product service providers, agencies, how many total members? Yeah, we have about 250 corporate members. And, you know, when you look across our membership, it really, it comes down to about four different groups. And it's really these marketing um 
what we call marketing services folks, like um, advertising and marketing agencies and um, folks like that who serve the uh, CMO and the marketer and who create and, and generate digital marketing, um, media players, digital media players um, and publishers, and then the technology providers who are um, you know, creating technology platforms and products that help the marketer. Um, so those are companies like Akamai or Brightcove or HubSpot or CommuniSpace, Microsoft, IBM, um, you know, those types of companies that have suites of products that yep. play in the marketing arena. And then we also serve the e-commerce world and brands. So we have a, a great cluster of members in the e-commerce world, the mobile commerce world, and, um, and then the brands, of course, who are the ones that are really charged with making use of all this great new technology uh, as ways to engage with their customers. So since I sit in the middle of one of those, I can say that you now deal with 250 high-maintenance organizations. So the, the, key, the key question is, what is, uh, for those inquiring minds, what's the day in the life of the president of my techs? Oh, well, it is probably one of the best jobs um, I don't see uh, that high-maintenance vibe at all. In fact, I see a group of incredibly brilliant, creative, um, and highly uh, innovative thinkers and doers in the world of modern marketing. Um, as the president of MyTechs, I'm sort of the, the chief strategist, but I'm also the, the head community builder. I'm the evangelist. I'm, I, I call myself the inspiration instigator. Sometimes we need a little push. Um, and then, you know, I'm certainly, as running a, a small nonprofit, uh, I'm the giver of projects, and I'm the, the, the person who kind of gets our team rallied around all the things that we need to do. We do over 50 events a year, which is no small task for seven people, in addition to, you know, really being out there to serve our members and help them succeed. And since it's a podcast and not TV, the um, listeners just need to imagine a constant smile on Debbie's face, which <laughs> I, I can personally attest to is always there. So talk a little bit about um, Bima and what it is and how it differs from the parent company, MyTex. Sure. So Bima is another um, industry organization that we also run, and that is part of the MyTex portfolio, but it's its very own Thing. It's got its own board of directors, and it's got its own membership separate from MyTex. And BEMA is the Boston Interactive Media Association, and it represents the online media buyers, planners, and strategists in the digital media community here in Boston. So primarily that tends to be agents, advertising agencies, media people, and the publishers that love them. Got it. Um, and then, you know, there are there is a, a, a small section of brands that also participate in BEMA because they are um, buying a lot of online media, and so they want to be up to speed on the best practices and, and the industry trends. Sounds amazing, intersection of all of those different organizations. Yeah. Um, so, the last decade plus, you've worked with leading global brands like Coca-Cola, P&G, um, Welch's, obviously Gillette is part of um, P&G. So, what made you decide to leave that world and move to the nonprofit world with MyTex? Well, it was really, uh, I was on a mission, um, <laughs> basically. I, I was having a ball at Community Space, and I, I, I love that company so much, so it was really um, it had to be an incredible opportunity to get me to jump, and it, and it really was because, 
you know, I saw my tech sitting at this in inflection point where we could um, really work together, uh, building an innovation community around the companies that were um, thriving in the digital media and marketing and internet business space here in New England. And given all the trends of online marketing and the way mobile has really surged, it was just a, it was, it was such a moment in time where my techs could play a bigger role, do more than ever before, and I just wanted to jump in and see what we could make of it, see if we could really um, put my techs and our membership at the center of this great innovation um, community we have here in the Massachusetts and New England region. Well, the time is definitely ripe, and as, a, as an aside and with the shout-out to Communispace, um, listeners should go look at, uh, listen to my interview with Diane Hessen, who's the CEO of Communispace, for a um, very riveting um, interview done previously. Um, so back to my techs. As you said, you guys do a lot of events each year to bring together New England's brightest minds and innovators from uh, marketing services, media players, tech providers, e-commerce, and brands. And one of your biggest events is right around the corner. So tell us a little bit about Future M and uh, my Texas role on the conference. It is right around the corner. <laughs> 43 days. But who's uh, counting? <laughs> but I'm not counting. I think there's a clock on our thing. Oh, it's 41 days. I'm, 41 days, one hour, 12 minutes um, as of the recording of this broadcast. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, we are hard at work um, planning the best Future M ever. Future M is a four-day festival about the future of marketing, and it really is this incredible conglomeration of great speakers and panels and workshops and parties um, bringing together people from all around the country uh, to Boston to really understand, first of all, why Boston is the hub of modern marketing, and secondly, to debate and explore the future of marketing, media, and mobile, where we're going and, and what's next. So um, we've got over 100 sessions planned uh, for the four days. It's October 23rd through the 26th, and then our big opening night party is the night of Monday, October 22nd. And um, we're really, really proud and happy to have um, Dig involved with us. Um, and I, I know Larry and you are speaking at Future M. Isn't that right, Glenn? Yep, very happy to be there. Yep, and we're looking forward to that. And we, we have... So many wonderful thought leaders like yourself um, coming from around the country and, and also from um, our wonderful Boston community to share their perspectives on the future of marketing. So we just think it's going to be awesome. And how, how many years has Future M been running? Future M, this is our third, this will be our third year yep. um, running Future M. And um, it's grown each year, and we're expecting this one to be the, the biggest one yet. Um, and it's just, uh, it's staggering when you take a look at the program, which is at futurem.org, um, and see the, the breadth and depth of uh, topics and, and people that will be sharing ideas with us. This year we added a new element to it called Future M 2020, which is 20-somethings, uh, um, style getting on stage to give their perspective on the future of marketing and we thought this was such a neat way to showcase uh, um, all of our smarty pants 20-somethings that we have here in the region. Um, and when we 
got all the proposals from the, the, the 20-somethings that submitted to talk at Future M2020. We were just blown away by, by the, their perspective and their ideas and, and just the sophistication and creativity that we saw in, in the kinds of things they wanted to talk about. It is mind-bogglingly impressive, um, and there are times where uh, I look back and go, there is just no way I was thinking this way when I was 20, but <laughs> so, be, yeah. so be it. Um, we can, we'll just make up our, our uh, recollection of, of history back then. So um, what are some of the pervasive themes or trends that uh, we can expect to hear about at Future End this year? Yeah, well, we've got um, a big section on mobile commerce mm. this year um, as part of Future M that should be really interesting. I mean, there's been a lot of development in that area in terms of young companies and um, new new ideas in, in that um, area. Also, big data has become um, much more prominent as a yeah. theme. I, I think big data in the way that it enables marketers to do a better job personalizing experiences on, uh, online and you know, establishing a closer relationship with their customer um, is going to really, really explode in the coming years. Um, and I think you know we're starting to see that as the topics were proposed for Future M, that that was definitely something that, you know, wasn't really on our radar all that much two years ago, but, you know, this year it's all over it, um, and, and we're pretty excited about that. Um, I think, you know, social media continues to be a big topic and, and sort of how it's evolving and, and moving more towards the social business end of things, and I think that um, an interesting topic that's sort of like an internal topic that will be talked about at Future M is, you know, how do organizations structure themselves for the future of marketing? You know, what should agencies be thinking about in terms of their structure? What should companies be thinking about in order to make, um, you know, every single person that works there a, a wonderful brand ambassador and yep. a wonderful part of their marketing? So I think that's also an interesting trend that we're seeing a lot of. Boy, it's so interesting, and we, we I think um, one of um, one of my guys is speaking on that internal um, uh, activating employees as brand ambassadors with one of our clients, and that whole notion of what was so separate of internal training and external marketing, just especially with digital and social exploding the way it is, it's just completely come together, which you're right, is completely now driven conversations of, hey, we want to do this, but wow, are we doing this even for our people? Um, really interesting. Really, really interesting. And so how do people, you gave, um, you know, what two questions, how do people sign up and who are the people that should be signing up and going to Future M? Um, well, you can sign up, you can buy a pass. It's only $295 for all four days of content plus opening night, which is obviously a great deal um, for so much value and so much learning and so much networking. Good sales um, pitch. <laughs> and so, you know, it's really easy to do on futurem.org. And, you know, who should come? We're, we're talking to marketers, of course, you know, brand marketers, CMOs, corporate marketers, product marketers. We're talking um, a lot to agency people, marketing and ad agency people who are serving marketers and creating, you know, the creative side of, of all how to bring technology, the science of marketing, together with the art of marketing, right, the, the creative part of it. Um, and, you know, certainly technologists um, 
have a lot to teach yeah. us about the future of marketing. So I think that there's, again, that really nice intersection. So I think it's, you know, it's CMOs, it's senior level marketers who are, you know, thinking about strategy going forward um, and want to get inspired and excited about what's coming um, as all these um, technology and creative trends collide. And you expect people this, this from all over the country, this is not solely for, <laughs> done by and for um, Boston-based people, right? That's correct. It is uh, a national conference. We have people from all over the country coming. I actually heard the other day that we had someone from China coming. That's great. Um, so I guess now we've got international reach, so that's pretty exciting. That's great. Um, and, it, and it is. Um, you know, I think that just by virtue of the fact that we have so many great companies here in Boston, there is a, a distinctly Boston spin to it, but it's, you know, it's sort of around our, our ability to create and, and develop uh, new ideas and new companies. You'll see that a lot more sort of in the startup track where yep. we have a lot of um, focus on startups and entrepreneurs who are building companies that are going to help marketers uh, do a better job and create better relationships with their customers. Good stuff. I want to come back to the startup theme, but right now we're going to take a short commercial break. Please stand by, and I'll be right back with Debbie Kleiman and more of the conversation. Market Edge will return in just a moment. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm. Moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. We're back with more Market Edge, bringing you the best and brightest voices in digital marketing, only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Glenn Engler. 
Welcome back to Market Edge. This is your host, Glenn Engler, and I'm here today with Debbie Kleiman, the president of MyTex, talking about innovation in New England. So we were just talking about Future M coming up and the themes around some of them. You shared mobile commerce, big data, social media, um, org structures. And then you started to talk a little bit about Boston and startups. How has MyTex been supporting the region's most innovative new startups? And talk a little more about MyTex Up. Oh, wonderful. I'm so glad you asked that. <laughs> it's really one of my favorite things to talk about besides Future M. Um, so MyTex has a, a, a great love for digital innovation, and certainly nowhere is hotter right now than to look at what's happening with mobile and web startups, particularly here in Boston. Um, so MyTex has the Innovation Awards, which we do in the spring, which isn't just about startups, but uh, does... Uh, is an awards program that, that recognizes a lot of the, the cool startup activity happening in the space here in Boston. But uh, a year and a half ago, we created a new program called MyTechs Up. And MyTechs Up is a marketing mentorship program for startups. And what we do is actually really unique. Uh, it's, it's a first-of-its-kind program in the country. Um, and we conduct a marketing hackathon at local accelerators and incubators where startups live. So, for example, we'll go over to Techstars or Mass Challenge, um, and we'll have six startups who have asked us to do a marketing hackathon for them. And we'll bring together 50 local marketing experts in various disciplines in the marketing function. Uh, you know, it could be social media, it could be PR, it could be positioning, it could be web design. Um, is dev, a, a variety of sort of specialty search, um, and bring them together with a startup. So each startup, and when we go to a hackathon, we'll give each startup team that's getting hacked that night f about five or six of these marketing experts to work directly on their business. And they spend about two hours brainstorming and applying their expertise against whatever these startups have as marketing challenges. So they, they get some pre-work um, before they come in and they kind of know where the startup is at and what they need and then they kind of sit down and get to business. Uh, they, they give them ideas, they kind of fill up whiteboards and they really um, provide some actionable stuff for the startups to work on coming out of it that's really focused on their marketing. And the thing that's so great about these is that there's really nothing else like it. They get tons of mentorship in other areas, you know, fundraising and pitching and, you know, and development, certainly all really important, but, you know, the marketing part can really help them get their first customer, it can help them get their first employee, it can help them, you know, get their, their funding. Um, if they can be really clear and concise and communicating. So we found that you know, giving startups this kind of help has been really beneficial, and they just love it. They have so much fun with it. And then the other part that was so great about it was that the marketers love it. They get I was gonna say, out of it. I was going to say, I'm sure that is just such a wonderful change of pace. Um, and I, I think it's, first of all, it's a brilliant idea. I think it's a great, um, I'm sure it's incredibly valuable for the startups, but um, I bet it is equally as rewarding, if not more so, for the, for the marketers to get out of the daily grind and start, you know, think fresh, clean slate and, uh, and brainstorm and also feel like you're helping a little bit. It's great. I love it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it was funny because a lot of our marketing member, our marketing companies and our members of MyTech would say to us, you know, I really want to plug into the startup community. I just don't know how. Right. 
and great. really gave them a great way, kind of low commitment, but still, you know, high value add. Such um, a great idea. So being a Boston kid myself, and obviously being a little competitive, just growing up with two <laughs> brothers, um, the whole notion of Boston sometimes being called Silicon Valley East, or is Boston in the shadow of New York, or San Francisco, but this whole, there seems to be a... Uh, um, a increasingly market change in the dynamic, um, and would love it given your vantage point. Talk a little bit about both the buzz you're sensing in Boston, and then what are some of the types of innovative companies that you're seeing making waves in the uh, local tech scene? Yeah, you know, I think things have never been more exciting in the in the Boston tech scene and the Boston innovation economy. I think we've gotten to a place probably in the last two to three years where we're so much more connected as an ecosystem, so much more supportive of each other. Um, I think you know, we've always had the tech prowess and the, the talent here, but what we've lacked was sort of the, the cultural and infrastructure elements that would help elevate our community um, above and beyond any other, you know, real innovation center in the world. And we had all those elements. I just think they weren't cranking together, and now we really, really are cranking together. Things are um, exciting. There's, you know, probably anywhere from 10 to 20 tech events every week um, at various locations around town. Um, you know, everything from startups and meetups and, and hackathons and demo nights. And um, you could just really feel it in yep. the air, um, the way that the community is not only coming together but helping to share ideas and, and just be more open about how we, you know, all work together and support each other's success. So I think now is a better time than we've really ever seen in, in quite some time here in Boston. I think our local tech scene has its very much of its own mojo. It is not Silicon Valley East and it is not New York. It is very much our own yeah. very special brand of nerdiness. Um, that I think is pretty amazing. I mean, you see our entrepreneurs and our um, innovation really around big, hard, challenging problems um, that are, uh, you know, that, that these, these brainiacs are seeing as, you know, fun to solve and right. interesting to solve. You know, they're not looking for the quick, quick flip or the fast buck. Um, they're really looking in it to solve big problems, and I think that that's a very unique element in our, our tech scene. Well, it's great to hear, and I certainly feel it, and I'm sure, given your vantage point, you just, to your point, you see it every single day, 10 different events going on, so, no, it's great. It's neat to see. Um, so, different question. You mentioned a couple of big themes getting um, getting attacked in the world of the Future M conference, and one of the things that is constantly talked about is that interesting intersection uh, between social, local, and mobile. Um, and you mentioned a little bit with mobile commerce and social business, and more and more, I was with uh, one retailer who was saying, you know, the concept of social, local, and mobile being three different areas is completely flawed because it just yeah. all is together. What are some trends, or what's your perspective on that? And then are there other sort of interesting trends that you think are the ones to watch in 2013? Yeah, you know, I, I agree with that comment. Um, I think that they're so interconnected at this point that social, local, and mobile are um, really one big trend, which is sort of being there 
as a partner with your customer when and where they want to interact with you um, and being relevant yep. and meaningful in the moment. And that is all what uh, Social Local Mobile is all about, right? Yep. Um, you know, if I were to pick one out of those three to, that I think is, you know, experiencing the, the greatest innovation right now is it's clearly mobile. Yep. Um, but, you know, again, they are all so connected. I think, you know, mobile, we've been saying it's the year of mobile for quite some time now. But, um, I actually think we're actually hitting our stride yeah. uh, in terms of what mobile can do with, you know, the majority of the population of the U.S. carrying around a smartphone these days. Um, it, it completely changes the game. Um, so I do think that that's pretty exciting. Um you know, like I said earlier, I think big data is, in terms of the marketing side of big data, I can't really speak to the other elements of yep. big data, but I, I think in, in terms of the, the marketing use cases and implications of big data to the marketing world are significant, and um, I think that there's some really exciting companies in Boston that are um, going to, you know, build things that will make a difference there. I think um, there are companies... There are a bunch of companies that are based on MIT Media Lab technology yep. uh, that uh, are building things that are, you know, right now seem the stuff of science fiction, but I, I would guess, you know, in, in short order, they're going to be part of our everyday lives. Right. I think that's another one of the benefits of living here, right, is that that's, that's kind of an everyday occurrence. Um, you know, we have incredible members um, of our organization who are doing exciting things. I, I feel like you can't turn a page of, a, of Ad Age without reading about Bluefin Labs, for example, right. who's a, a social TV um, firm that's using, you know, all this enormous amount of data coming out of social media to help, you know, big advertisers understand um, people's reaction to programming, yeah. for example. Or, you know, companies like Adelphic Mobile or DataZoo or, um, you know, Brightcove and Akamai who are all building things that are helping marketers, you know, do a better job serving their, their customer. Um, and I think that, you know, of course we have Scavenger here, which is mobile commerce, but we have a whole set of other companies that are looking at, you know, ways to serve up mobile commerce and mobile advertising that are, that are pretty cool. Right. Well, it's certainly not a boring uh, environment here, is it? It is not. It is not. You know, and it's cool, too, because I think there's a ton going on in e-commerce, and, and right. people don't really think of us that way. And I think we've got a nice little mini cluster of e-commerce that's, you know, not only e-commerce companies like the dot-coms themselves, but also e-commerce technology. Mm. Absolutely. That's, that's moving here. We did an e-commerce summit um, last year, and we'll do it again this year on February 1st. And, you know, it was a sold-out affair with, you know, so much energy and excitement. So I think that's another cluster to watch here. So you mentioned MIT's Media Lab and, um, you know, the, the offshoots like a, a Bluefin. So I just have to ask you that as the president of MyTex, when MIT launches MITx, um, <laughs> how's that branding fun going for the MyTex organization? It's so fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they've, you know, they've moved away from that a lot and are, are, they call it edX. Right, um, thankfully. Thankfully, um, and uh, you know, obviously, we we've been close to, and, and and MIT is a wonderful part of our community here, um, and certainly a great partner to MyTex over the years. So the confusion uh, was kind of unfortunate, but you know, ultimately, I, I don't think it's a bad thing for anyone. 
Right, completely. Um, all right, so just before I let you go, one of the things I like to do with uh, the guests is to have just a really quick, fun, no right or wrong answer. I call it a speed round, and what I do is I just toss out a um, technology or a trend or something that's out there that um, you certainly won't be familiar with, and just get the guests first kind of reaction, couple of words that pop into his or her brain about this. Oh, All right. So I have to turn off my brain mouth filter? No. Yeah, no, so just, just go and I'll cut you off if you go on too long. But, this um, has so been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, uh, the, the world's the largest business-to-business business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this uh, program as well as our mind. complete library Over. of programs. On demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. Fantastic. I think there's something about when I um, got a news feed interrupting that somebody, first of all, checks in at home, which I always found interesting, um, or, the, or the car wash. I'm trying to figure out why I care. But um, how about the daily deals or the Groupons living social? Uh transforming. Uh, I think that, you know, I think a lot of people would probably say over there as well, but I think that what's going to happen there is they're going to find ways to um, play in the mobile commerce space and um, relevant again, meaningful again. All right, last one for giggles. How about QR codes? Um, Pretty interesting. Um, And that was pretty dot interesting dot. Um, So I, I, I think that there's something there, and I just don't think that marketers have really figured it out yeah. yet. So I think there's some real need for some creativity and some more thought to go into what can those be and do for marketers and, and consumers. Um, so there's something there. I just I, I think they haven't hit it yet. So funny. I can honestly say, if people were to listen to all of the the podcasts when I when I've tossed that one out, it's oh, the answer is always preceded by a sigh, um, which is quite humorous. All right. Well, I want to thank you, Debbie, for being my guest today, and thanks to everyone in the audience for listening to today's conversation. If you have any questions or would like to talk further about the topic of today's show, feel free to connect with me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Glenn Angler or on my blog at www.glennangler.com. Visit www.webmasterradio.fm at 12 noon Eastern time on Tuesdays to tune into episodes of Market Edge. For Market Edge, this is Glenn Angler. Until next time, I'm out. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.